Time for Spotlight on KRWC. It is uh, Wednesday morning, and today we're going to focus a little bit about uh, what's happening in the Wright County Park System uh, this time of the year. Brad Harrington with Wright County Parks joins us. Brad, always nice to talk to you. Good morning. Good morning, Tim. I missed you at the Wright County Fair, but uh, I trust that uh, you had a good representation out at the fairgrounds. Yeah, Mark actually was out there, so okay. our director, he was hanging out, and we had a couple of our uh, Parks Commission members that joined him there for a little bit, and I, I got to go down for about an hour or two one day, so it was good. Yeah, always is. It's good to kind of touch base with people and uh, kind of get their reaction, uh, hand out a few things, and get a little knowledge out there, too. Yep, yep. So we were... We kind of had a specific purpose for being in there this year too, and we'll we'll talk a little bit about that. Part of that was uh, that was the original kickoff of doing our public engagement here for our comprehensive plan. So right, yeah, that's going to be our our main focus here today. We want to first though talk a little bit about what's left of the summer activities and maybe uh, kind of preview the the fall stuff that's out there. Absolutely. So yeah, summer's kind of uh, we're winding down. You know, this is kind of the last week that we've got, and really. Our next program that we have that's going to be open for public is going to come up on September 4th, so going into Labor Day weekend, so that actual weekend on Saturday, we've got another paddling event happening out at Bertram Chain of Lakes. It's $10 per person. Uh, It's open to all ages. That's kind of where we're at for the summer. Um, It's been a good summer. We've been busy. Uh, We've had... Uh, that'll be our fourth paddling event that we've done. We've had we had the Raptor Center out at Bertram this past weekend, uh, letting people kind of experience our native raptors. They had a couple owls there and some other things that they got to get up close and personal with, and had um, a class on mushrooms and fungus that are kind of growing around us uh, back in May. And then we've done some new stuff this year. We had some day camps that we did uh, that Carson Law has been taking care of for us. You know, she's been with us now just about a year, right at a year. And uh, has been doing a great job. So our program load went through the roof. But it's been a good year. I uh, had a hiking series that we started. Uh, we've got some things we'll tweak there coming into the fall. But all in all, been a good one. But, yeah, your last opportunity here for the summer to get out on the water with us will be Saturday, September 4th. So uh, sign up. We actually have online registration now. You can go to our website or you can give us a call. We can get you signed up and registered for any of those programs. I think you were doing a little maintenance or some work at one of the, the boat launches over in Annandale recently, <laughs> weren't you? Yeah, so uh, the boat launch on the north side of Pleasant Lake there at Clearwater Pleasant County Park. So we had some things we'd been looking to do for a few years, finally we were able to get around to it. So we added a handicap accessible parking spot down by the actual boat access um, to where you don't have to walk up the hill. You know, Granted, we'd love to have more than one, but one's where we could fit. So that's down there now. We got that set up and got it signed. And then we have a CD3 cleaning station, kind of like what we have at Shorter Park, that's going to be rolled out at that location here next year, I believe. Uh, we were hoping to get it in place this year, but I just don't think it's going to happen. But we got the pad ready for it. So that'll be there. So it's a waterless cleaning station for when you pull your boat out for the clean, drain, dry. You know, it's got a vacuum on it. It's got some tools for you to be able to clean off your boat and clean off your boat trailer. Uh, make sure you're not spreading any invasives anywhere. Uh, so it's it's a really nice piece to have. And then there were some other things. We had some some of the planks going into the water were separated, so we had to move some of those closer and get that kind of repositioned and and taken care of as well. Yep. So a little general upkeep on a few things there. Yeah, yeah, we had that going out there. So it's been a busy summer as far as those type of projects go too. Uh, between 
expanding some parking lots at Bertram. Uh, obviously, we opened the campground at Bertram, and then just dealing with our normal tree maintenance, and then some trail work, and then yeah, it's it's been a busy summer. It's been good though. The uh, camping numbers been about where you expected. Uh, camping numbers have been great. Um, you know, we didn't know what to expect coming into this year. We we're we're hoping for the boom that kind of started last year to kind of continue, and it has. Uh, it's been good. We've seen a lot of new faces. We're seeing still some good weekday camping. You know, usually weekends on our problem. We they're full. It's those Monday to Friday morning type nights that we usually don't have as many people, but we're starting to see more people for those. So camping has been good. Uh, it's been busy. And then, you know, one way we can kind of tell you that we know it's been busier than normal is typically after Labor Day at Collinwood and Schroeder Park, we have availability on the weekends. Right now, the only weekend that I think we have availability on is the very last weekend we're open, which is October 2nd. Wow. Okay. So it's it's been busy, and then like I said, Bertram we got open. We are now in our sixth week of operation with Bertram, uh, with that campground. So there's 38 RV sites and six camper cabins. We didn't open up all the sites at once, uh, mainly because we're still trying to water. Uh, we don't want to sound like we're complaining about not getting grass growing when we know there's farmers that are dealing with a lot more serious issues than just us having turf established at a campground. But you know, it's just been that's been an impact for us too so one of the things we did is we're opening half the campground each week and then watering the other half through the other time to try to maintain and try to establish some turf but so that's been good and then the camper cabins they're in their third week of operation right now so they'll once we open those they're open year-round you can reserve those no more than 120 days in advance so if you want to come out and spend a night at bertram in the winter you can has that campfire situation affected the the parks department at all? Uh, the impact that we had is more for our primitive sites. Okay. So that would be our sites at Stanley Yeti, the sites along the North Fork of the Crow, and then our campsites that we have along the Mississippi. So those we are limiting where there's no fires allowed in those. Really at Stanley Yeti is the one we're concerned about the most is there's a lack of a water resource. Um, and that, and the more remote, the harder it is to get to. So that's why we've got all the ones along the North Fork and along the Mississippi shut. You know, as far as campfires go, no campfires are allowed. As far as the regulations go for our campgrounds, the state never really shut those down. So as long as they were within a dedicated fire ring that's associated with a campsite, private residence, or cabin, then we were good to go. Um, the one thing we've asked everybody is that don't leave your fire unattended, uh, especially when you go to bed at night. Make sure your fire is completely extinguished, no smoldering embers, um, things like that. And then, you know, a lot of times people like a, like a campfire that's probably bigger than what they need. I mean, who doesn't like seeing a large flame coming up out of your fire pit, right? Right, right. So we've kind of asked them to be modest with your campfires. You know, understand the situation we're in. Let's Let's not try to create any problems that we don't that we can avoid absolutely yeah boy you look at that uh arrowhead region and you you can see how of course i think that was naturally created i think that was a lightning strike or something that uh, sparked that yeah that's that's the report i saw it was a lightning strike that started that one so but point being i guess that it can get wild pretty fast (laughs) right yep yep Yep. that's what we want to avoid so absolutely so no it's all been good can't complain so yeah and then like you said, we're starting to look at the fall. So fall is going to be 
just as busy. <laughs> now, when the fall begins, uh, as you say, the uh, the last official uh, camping weekend is uh, first part of October. But uh, after that, uh, folks can still come in for day use uh, pretty much year-round, right? Absolutely, yep. The parks are always open. We do have a couple parks that the gates kind of close on the main parking lot, but that doesn't mean the park is closed. You can still come use it. Uh, Clearwater Pleasant is a prime example, so we'll close the gates on the main parking lot, but you can park on the other side by the disc golf course, walk in, and be in the park. Uh, The thing you have to know is that the bathrooms are shut down, so there's no bathrooms available at that time. The water's shut off. BB Lake is another one, so we'll shut the bathrooms down. We usually don't close that gate until the first snowfall uh, because we don't plow it, so that's another one to kind of be aware of. But, yeah, outside of that, I mean, our parks are available 24 you know, 24 hours a day, essentially. We do have posted park hours from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., but you can come in seven days a week, use them, enjoy them, um, and have some fun in there. So that's that's never a problem. And then Bertram, our camping goes a little bit longer. So that one, with the way that facility is set up, we're actually going to allow campers there through MEA. So our last overnight camping is the Saturday of MEA, which I believe is October 23rd. Okay. So we can make reservations all the way through there for RV camps. So. Good deal. Brad Harrington with Wright County Parks, our guest on today's Spotlight here on KRWC. Our main focus uh, today is going to be this uh, comprehensive master plan that you uh, are floating out there that you want uh, people to uh, kind of take part in, take the survey. And this is all online, is it, Brad? Yes, it is. So, um, <laughs> excuse me, as you mentioned, we, or as I mentioned earlier, so let's County Fair was kind of our kickoff of our public engagement. As a department, we have embarked on a master plan for our entire system, not just park to park, but for the entire system. So evaluating what we have, uh, gaps that we might need to fill in, and you know, kind of looking at the future, looking 15, 20 years down the road. You know, That way we have a plan to work with that's more than just myself and Mark and some of the people here in the office coming up with something. Uh, we love to hear from the public, and that's where we're at. We're in this public engagement piece. And if you go online to our website, so it's www.co.right.mn.us slash parks, uh, there's a news flash up there right at the top. And even at the main homepage of the county website, you should find it. It just says Parks and Rec Seeking Public Input for Comprehensive Master Plan. If you click on that, it's going to have a little article. It's got links that are all in it. So we are doing a lot of things digital. If you'd like a hard copy of the survey, so we've got about a four-page survey here that kind of goes through the gamut, connects into the pillars of the legacy amendment and how we're looking there, because that's also a big piece of how we get our grant funds. Um, it goes through, you know, what do we have now? How often do you use our parks? Um, when you're there, what do you like to do? It kind of gives us a snapshot of who you are, uh, gives us a snapshot of what we're seeing used the most, and then you have an opportunity to say, hey, this is something we feel you ought to do, or this is something we feel you're missing, or looking down the road, this is where we feel that you should, as a department, should be investing your time. Is it acquiring land? Is it maintaining what we have? Is it creating more programs? Is it uh, doing those kind of things? Is it working with other organizations to get some of this stuff done? So. There's an opportunity, and this is a big opportunity for us because 
we provide a service to the public, to the taxpayer, and we want to make sure we're providing the service that they want to see through our department. So if they want to see more camping, we need to know that. If they want to see more programs that are educational-based, then we need to know that. If they want to see um, us, you know, upgrades to our facilities that are out there, then we need to know that. And What upgrades are you looking for? So this is that opportunity. Um, so there's a couple different ways. There's a survey. There's also what they call a social pinpoint map. So you're able to go in there and you can drop a pin in and say, hey, look, I come to this park and I feel this is something you guys ought to have here. Or, hey, this park, I've been here a lot. I noticed that the pit toilets are in serious need of upgrading. Uh, or, hey, I go to this park and you have no restrooms. It would be nice to have restrooms here. Right? Um, so there's a couple different opportunities for it, So which is nice. But, yes, it is primarily online. And so it's uh, basically a way for uh, the parks department to kind of report to um, the county itself that uh, here's what we're finding out from folks that uh, either use our system all the time or maybe, you know, don't use it at all and maybe would like to if there were a few other things available. Correct. Yep. So it's going to give us all that, and then we'll compile it. And what's nice about all this is once it's done, it'll go to our county commissioners. Um, and like I said, we'll actually be able to end this. There will be a work plan. You know, so, hey, look, this is your five-year, this is your 10-year, 15-year type goals. <coughs> Excuse me. And so we'll take this to the county board, and county commissioners will see it and approve it. And then that gives us, you know, our, our work plan here. We're able to say this is what has been driven. This is citizen input. This is where we're going, so it helps us, too, in being able to focus in on really what you guys and what the citizens and taxpayers want to see, whether you use the parks or not. Kind of gives you a little mission statement up update uh, every five, ten years or so. Right, and good checkpoint. Yeah. And uh, not just for us, but even for the public. They can go back and look at that comprehensive plan and go, hey, this is what you guys are supposed to accomplish in the next five years. Where are you at? And we can go, hey, yep, we've done this, we've done this, we've done this. This got pushed off because of that. So it's also an accountability piece for us, too, to be able to say, look, this is what we're doing. This is what you asked us to do. And you're able to kind of follow along with what we're doing. So, I would imagine, Brad, that uh, one of the biggest uh, parts of that or, or one of the things that, that people can kind of see uh, how this works um, right currently is the, uh, the whole uh, Bertram Chain Park system and how that's being developed. You know, this is a... Uh, a park system that's kind of in its infancy up there a little bit, um, but uh, it's been around long enough now that they, you know, those that have been there can kind of see uh, right. how it how the development goes in a, a situation like that. Right, Bertram is the park that uh, Mark and I always laugh. It was kind of it's the park we opened before it was ready, which is a good and positive. I've said this before, I think, to you that. There's a bad and a bad side and a good side to it. The bad side is is that it wasn't necessarily fully ready, so there's amenities that are missing, right? So some people are going to complain because that might not be there. But on the good side of it, everybody is seeing what goes into this and what it takes to get a park online and provide. And essentially every year there was something new that's happening. I mean, that, that park has been ever-changing and drastically changing throughout the last six years. I mean, it's just it's been one thing after the next. And so... You know, we're able to tell you, yep, we know that. Here's what's coming. Here's the plan. This is when that's going to happen. And so we're able to hit those benchmarks, and people can see that, and they're seeing the follow-through, and then they're seeing the development as it comes along. So that's a good example. Um, Stanley Eddy is another one. So like I said, we've done master plans for individual park units. 
that we've been able to work with. So Stanley Yeti is one of those. Uh, it's a regionally designated facility, Collinwood. Uh, the 15 sites that we added there were part of that master plan process um, that came out. Hey, we need more sites. We'd like to see full hookup sites. So we're able to get all that done. Uh, and then, in fact, actually this year we were able to pave all the park road coming in into those new sites, and we actually reclaimed the whole park entrance starting from the township road coming into the park. Parking lot, boat access, all that stuff got paved, the new loops, and then we were able to do a two-inch overlay, I believe, in the old loop. So it's got all new pavement in there. Little things like that that we're able to grab. So all of those parks, Nye Park has had one done. Um, so, And then obviously our trails, the two trails that we operate uh, that we're working on, so the Great River Regional Trail and the Crow River Regional Trail, both of those have master plans. So they're great, they're individual, but we want to look at the system as a whole. Uh, so those plans are incorporated into this, but we want to look at the system as a whole. You know, even in the administrative side, what are we doing? How are we how are we doing and serving our population as a whole? Right, and this all builds uh, on all of the work that's been done for you know decades and decades uh, to develop this system to the point where it is now and. And so, you know, now that it's at this point, where where is the future? What are what are we doing from here? Right. Well, so I mean, we we're still going to keep trucking along here. We've got a lot of plans, and we've got a lot of things on the slate here for the next many years. Uh, we I could sit here and talk with you 15 years down the road because some of our trail projects are going to be 15, 20 year projects. But some of the immediate stuff, you know, that we're looking at for next year is we've got some. Uh, Trail improvements we're looking to do at Nye Park. We've got some accessibility things we're looking at and evaluating there. Uh, we know that there's no real ADA accessibility to the basement where we do our ski rentals and stuff in the winter. Uh, so that's happening. I'm actually right now in the process of purchasing a sit-ski so for ADA accessibility. So if we've got somebody that's got a physical uh, disability, especially as far as you know, your lower extremities from the legs, we'll have something there that if you wanted to get out and actually get on the skis, you could. We, we'll have a ski there that you could use. Uh, so those are coming down the pipe. Um, we're looking at lighting the trail loop at night, so the pond loop. So that's going to hopefully be happening here soon. Um, you know, this past summer we paved our county trail on County Road 17 that comes up into Delano. So that got done. We're going to be working on a second phase of that that will hopefully connect Rockford to Hanover. So that's coming along. Um, so we, we've got a lot happening, and we're in the process of evaluating our old infrastructure. We've got some buildings that have been around since the 70s and 80s that just really need some updates. We're looking at trying to get some new vault toilets put in at Stanley Yeti and uh, we've got some plumbing upgrades that we need to do. We've got wells that need to get upgraded because they've been in for 20, 20 years, you know, some of our old septic systems as well. So we're really in a lot of, we're starting to hit that point where the infrastructure has just got to get maintained. Sure. So. Well, it makes sense. Well, uh, Brad, tell people again where they can go to uh, participate in the comprehensive master plan. And you kind of want them to do this fairly soon here in the next uh, few days if they can. Yeah, I was, you know, by by the end of next week for sure. Um, but yeah, the best place again to find it, go to our website. So again, just look up Wright County Parks. Uh, the actual address is www.co.wright.mn.us/parks. Uh, you'll see in the news flash it says Parks and Rec, uh, looking for public input on comprehensive master plan. You can click there. 
You can read through the article if you want, but you'll see some things that are green, that are underlined in green, and you can click on those. That will get you to the online survey. That will get you to the social pinpoint map uh, and any of the information you need for that to be able to get all that information out. So right. collect them in. Sounds good. Well, hopefully uh, you'll get a real good representation uh, uh, of participants, and uh, the more people that participate, the uh, the more accurate you can do your Correct. planning, too. Correct. Yep. yep. All right. Brad Harrington with Wright County Parks. We're always here for you, sir, so uh, we get a little farther into the fall season. You want to uh, update us again? We're, uh, we're always happy to chat with you. Yeah, we'll uh, maybe try to set something up here in September because we got some things that are going to be happening here in October for some programs. So Very good. Sounds great. We'll talk then. All right. Thanks, Tim. Okay, Brad. Thank you. Brad Harrington with Wright County Parks on today's Spotlight for you here on KRWC.